How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier podcast. As always, I am your host, Jamie Filer, and I'm joined today by the owner of Strength in Physique based out of Arlington, Texas, Zach Kroger. Hi, buddy. Hey, Jamie. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Zach, so my first question, which I'm sure our entire audience is wondering, is why is it spelt Fezzik? <laughs> um, it was just a play on words because everyone has physique. I could not get in the pH. Mm. There were different companies that had it, so it was just a different way of spelling it. Yeah. And it just, I like the different flair to it. That's all. Me too. Me too. And the truth is, uh, I do believe, and I think you told me this like the first time we met, is you have one of the most recognizable vehicle wraps in the Arlington area, do you not? I definitely do. Uh, I have a lifted Chevy Tahoe that one of my clients, he runs a wrap facility and he, you know, he said he would wrap it if I got it. So I definitely took him up on that offer. And That's awesome. Awesome. Advertisement piece. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Um, okay. So Zach, let's talk about it. Let's talk about strength and physique. Where did you, did you always know you wanted to open your own gym? Um, once I got into the business, yes. Um, yeah. I had no clue that this was a business until I haphazardly fell into it. Mm-hmm. And once I discovered, I thought it was absolutely amazing field of work to be in, um, that we get to help people and touch people every day and help change their lives. Absolutely. How did you, okay. So not many of us can say that, that we fell into it, you know, typically, I know for myself, right, when I was 18, I saw Jillian Michaels for the first time and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe a personal trainer, which was always such like a, an in-between job job, right? Like you made 25 bucks an hour until you went out to do like whatever it is you were going to do as a career. But like she was on TV making a killing, impacting millions of lives uh, through the show. Um, I didn't fall into it. I went after it. How did you fall into your career? Um, I was an amateur boxer and it was getting paid under the table. wasn't really cutting the bills. Mm-hmm. And I found an ad in a free paper in Chicago for, um, a boot camp. It was, you know, do you like to be outside, run, do push-ups? I was like, well, yeah, I'm doing that every day for training. So yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, I had no clue that this was a, a career field to go into. Um, I thought personal trainers were just for like the really rich people. It wasn't, you know, everyday people were not getting trainers and I didn't understand how vast this career field is. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I applied there and got introduced to it and they told me, okay, you need to get certified. And that's just been going for 22 years now. (laughs) History as it were. So, okay. You got your start working for someone else. You started off as a boxer then got your certification, started working for someone else. How long did that last? And, and walk, talk me through the progression of your career that's gotten you to where you are now. So for the first year, I was working in a boot camp. Um, this was 2000. 
Um, I started working at a few other small local gyms and I was running around. So through Chicagoland area from downtown all the way out to O'Hare and back, I was working at five different facilities. In 2001, right after 9-11, one of my clients who was at the boot camp had a frat brother that had a training facility in the South Loop of Chicago. He thought we'd be a good mix, so he connected us. Amazing interview. It was an hour-long interview, and we really didn't talk about the job itself. We just talked more about training, training philosophies, and different stuff like that. I was training for the Chicago Marathon at the time, and my training technique was very different. Um, the longest distance I ran in training was 12 miles. That was once everything was focused on speed, power, heavy squat, deadlifts and reverse splits. I was able to pull a two fifty nine fifty seven marathon, which was under three hours, which made me an elite. Wow. wow. Uh, so okay. he was really impressed at, at how I was coming at things. Yeah. And I was offered an opportunity there and I was there for 14 years. Um, I moved around after that to New Hampshire for a year and then to Texas. So in 2016, I arrived in Texas. In 2017, I opened this facility. Okay. So again, 2016, you know, you're not a baby in the industry anymore, but I'm sure, you know, you got a taste of pretty decent money. Did anyone warn you against opening your own business? Like, were you nervous at all about it to to own your own facility? A lot of people warned me against it. Um, my entire career, I've had people, you know, downplay what I do and, oh, you're not going to make any money and this, that, and the other. And personal trainer is just a part-time job. For me, it it was a part-time job very briefly. I went full-time from the beginning. The fear of opening my own facility, not there at all. This is what I wanted to do. This is what I love. I wanted some place where I could train because I was training traveling to Dallas from Arlington every day to go train myself because there was no real good facilities in the area. So I wanted to make my facility outstanding and have a lot of the things that your traditional gyms do not have. I wanted a specialty gym with specialty equipment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I find that so honestly pretty common, right? Like if you talk to Greg McCoy, the reason his equipment is what it is and why he goes with the best of the best is because he trains himself at Hidden Gym, right? And I know so many people who have opened up CrossFit boxes specifically because that's all they wanted to do all day, every day. So I totally appreciate that, right? And now here you are, 2022, absolutely thriving. Now, before we go into how, again, like your hybrid business model has evolved, where you mentioned a lot of people told you not to do it, or a lot of people told you personal training was nothing more than a part-time job. Where did you get your confidence from? Um, it's just in me. I can't, I mean, I don't know. I was raised by a single mother and she had to work her ass off and be tough as nails. And that just transferred over to me. And it's like, basically, if you want to do something, you're going to have to go after it and do it. Like you can't yeah. You know, someone's going to do it. Someone's going to do it for you. Um, I've had to carry that this entire business. When I first opened, I was working seven days a week. Uh, I'd start at 5 a.m. I'd end sometimes as late as 10 o'clock at night. Still had to shut the facility down. Still had to mop the facility and then be right back here at 5 a.m. ready to go. Yeah. So it's just I've always had that. You got to grind mentality, that hustler mentality where, you know, if you want it, you got to go get it. No one's going to give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. 
So let's talk about the grinder hustler mentality. 2017, you opened Strength and Physique in Arlington, Texas. What is the evolution of how you get people through the door? How do you market? How do you sell yourself? How do you sell the community? How do you sell the gym? Um, I've done everything from Facebook and Instagram ads, which were completely worthless. Um, I used um, Thumbtack and Bark for a while. Yeah. Thumbtack became very expensive and the leads were no longer very good quality leads. Totally. Referrals, uh, just again, having like having the vehicle with my marketing all over it, I get people looking and asking questions a lot. The, the truck has made a huge difference. Definitely. Uh, Definitely worth investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love Definitely it. Investment. Um, and then coming into TRM, they've really shown me how to create a, a funnel per se without actually having a click funnel. Um, to bring people in, to systematize the process, to bring people in, onboard them and get them in the facility or working with them online. Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about your them. So I've been coaching you for a while, Zach. I know your niche. Uh, for those of you who aren't watching this live, you're listening to the podcast behind Zach, there is a uh, well, there's a pride flag, but within the pride flag, I believe there is the trans flag and there's also uh, a fist for, I, I guess it's Black Lives Matter, correct? Correct. So correct. your gym is all inclusive. How did that, did you always know that you wanted everybody or what, like, tell me about the flags. Um, it's always been all inclusive. Um, I've always been in atmospheres where it's all inclusive. I've never been comfortable in a situation where it's not all inclusive. Yeah. Um, my, over the years I have grown my, um, clientele, which has been predominantly black females. Um, I clearly am not a black female, so I do not fit the typical, you know, I don't fall in line with that, but that has just been yeah. what has been yeah. drawn to me and that I've drawn to myself. I can't explain it, but that's who I feel very, very comfortable with. Um, and basically I just want anyone to come here to feel welcome, to feel appreciated. They're trying to change their lives. So whatever their background is, I don't care. That's not my business. That's not yeah. what I'm about. Like what, whatever you do, that's what you do. My goal is to help as many people as possible. So if I'm going to limit myself and I'm not going to work with certain groups, I can't really fulfill that because I'm not living up to my fullest means by helping everyone possible. And I really want to help communities that are generally not looked on in favor. People are not rushing out to help black women or helping the LGBTQ community. Um, there's a lot of people that are very against them. And I just don't think that's right. It's not the values that I was raised with. Um, everyone is equal and discriminating someone against color, gender, sexual orientation is just, it's not something I can deal with. Absolutely. And Zach, I want to give you props, respect and kudos because um, you could lose a lot of business for either of those flags, you know, especially going back to CrossFit boxes, right? We see a lot of Navy, Air Force, Marines, right? One in every five CrossFit boxes maybe has the the balls to put up a pride flag, but you have, I see two of them and, and I'm sure you might represent other communities as well, but specifically in my line of sight, I see those two. So I just, I want to recognize, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that your success is, uh, your relative success is on par with how big your heart is. Thank, you. Thank you very much. Of course. So 
let's talk about your relative success. All right. You didn't discover, you didn't come into the TRM ecosystem till 2021, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. So what brought you to us having already been in business for four years? Um, I was referred by another coach who had looked into a different program, but a business coaching program that I had been in. And she explained to me the difference between that and TRM. And she basically said that TRM really filled in the blanks. Um, they really got down to the nitty gritty in the, in the systemization. The systemization was the big part for me because yeah. I didn't have a system. And she told me that TRM is really big on systems. So that's very important to me. Yep. Systems work really well. I work that mindset to me. Just I wear the same clothes every day. Yeah. Um, years ago, Jim Wendler uh, from Elite FTS told me that, you know, Einstein had seven suits. He wore the same suit every day. So he didn't have to think about what he was going to wear. Right. And that just clicked with me. And I've been like that ever since. I've basically worn the same clothes when I worked for somebody else and when I worked for myself. I don't want to have to think about non-sequential stuff like that. I want to focus on having a system. So every day I get up, shower, get dressed. I don't have to think about the clothes. I'm putting my uniform on. I'm going to go to work. And that has really helped me. And TRM has, has the systems that has streamlined my business, cut my hours down dramatically. Um, I'm working now five days a week. One of those, one of those days I work for one hour. Ah, amazing. Okay. Basically four days a week. And yeah, it it, it has completely changed my life. Amazing. Amazing. And well, okay. So Zach, it's all relative. How much were you working before? Because my people, you know, a lot of people might be like, uh, I work five days a week too. We like a normal job is Monday to Friday, nine to five. So when you say I'm only working five days a week now, and one of those days is one hour, what were you working before? Hours per week. I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but like I said in the beginning, I was working every day of the week, Um, Monday through Friday. I was starting at 5 a.m. Saturday, I was going to start at 7. Sundays, I'd start at 9. Um, Monday through Thursdays, I'd end as late as 10 p.m. Wow. Fridays, I was here till 7 p.m. Saturdays, I was here till 1 p.m. It was just too much, way too much, Um, way beyond the 40 hours a week. That's for sure. Way beyond the 40 hours a week. And even a 40 hour week, someone working nine to five, I don't think it's the best, most efficient thing that people can do with their time nowadays. I've seen too many companies, especially with the pandemic, a lot of people were sent home and they worked less and they were more productive. One of my clients, he's an IT guy and he's run a few companies and he's even told me they've done studies and he did a study with his company. He had his, his IT guys working from like six to 10 at night. That was it because they were more productive in those four hours than they were for 12 hours all day long. Yeah. So in this situation, I want to be more productive with my time. I don't want to just spend hours and hours on the floor, or I don't want to spend hours, hours in the back room doing online stuff, doing paperwork. The more I can streamline that and make it more efficient, then the more time I have to work on my business versus working in my business. And I was working in my business way too much. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, 100% agreed. Um, so valuable. Now, let's talk systems for one second, because again, I know from coaching you, um, you use the Trainerize app. Which app do you use? No, I actually have a custom app that one of my clients had built for me years okay. ago. 
Right. So I knew, I knew you used an app and that's why I was unclear that it was trainerized. So I would say from coaching you, Zach, the two biggest differences in your business is the use of an app, um, you know, to communicate with streamline your communication with your clients, give them their programming, but also your payment system. We have taken so, go ahead. You're laughing. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Keep going, keep going. Cause the payment system, go ahead, finish it, finish it. I mean, there were so many, right? Some of those hours that you'd be at the gym at eight, nine, 10 would be running people's credit cards or chasing them down via phone or text message. Or you're like, Jamie, do I need to, to hire a collection agency? Like what's the process here? And so now you go ahead. Well, Laurent um, and the CRM engine has, been absolutely amazing. Yep. I'm not sure if someone's in, if they're not in TRM, if they can get it, but I, if they, if they're not in TRM and they can get it, I would highly recommend you do it because it has cut down hours. It has cut out a bunch of paperwork for me running my own facility. I'm here by myself. Um, and I do semi private. So I might have anywhere from four to six people an hour. If I have to stop in between sessions to run credit cards and things like that, yeah, it can become frustrating and it can cause confusion and it's just unnecessary with the TRM system that it has set up. I have people on automatic billing, yep. it's automatic pull. I wake up every morning. I get emails who was charged. Um, if someone's card possibly got declined, yeah. I um, my clients yeah. now, my last card that was declined, it was on a Saturday morning and I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to text my client at 5am. So I was going to wait till seven cause he was coming in at eight. He texted me at 650, knowing his card got declined and, and saying, Hey, I need to, I need to pay you. Let me, can you send me another link so I can yes. pay you? Yes. Yep. That it felt so good because I was going to text him in 10 minutes and I know he was good for it and it wouldn't be a problem, but having clients that really want to pay you, they're reaching out to pay you How or crazy. Having, having to, you know, go and Hey, Jamie, you know, your, 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 your payments do your payments. These people are looking to pay you. Yeah. And that's just an amazing yeah. feeling. It just, it takes so much stress off your day. Yeah. Agreed. Well, I mean, A, it speaks to the type of service that you provide, right? Zach, like, you know, you, you have something people want. That's why they want to pay you. And then of course you have an amazing system that notifies your clients uh, so that they can continue to get the incredible service that you offer. Well, that's because TRM and Laurent were able to put that together for me because I had no idea how to do that. I didn't know that was an option. Yeah. Um, I didn't know it could save so much time and take so much stress off of my. It's right. Like, and you know, because you started this story off with, I got my certifications. None of them were in business. I'm guessing nobody teaches you how much to charge per hour. They don't even give you the confidence to charge more than 20. Right. I feel like we all start somewhere between 17 and 25. Um, they might teach you programming. They might not, but like, it's the business part that we really need to know. And it's the business part that is the reason that most people treat personal training as a part-time job. Cause unless you have learned what TRM teaches you, you're only going to make part-time money. So you, of course you have to have another side hustle, at least if you want to put a roof over your head. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people that they see this as just a part-time job. It's not a real career. And yeah. I've had people in, in my facility. Like I own a facility. It's 3,000 square feet. It's packed out with equipment. I've had people ask me, what else do you do? Uh, this. I do this all day long. Yeah. I don't have to do, do you anything. And what it, it costs to run a facility like this or to, you know, 
pack a facility out like this with equipment. I, this is not a part-time job. This is my career. I've been doing this for 22 years. Yeah. I love I mean, it. <laughs> yeah. No, Zach, I totally agree. And, and again, same, same, right? Like I, I, I'm sure at some point, you know, I was 18. I told my mom I want to be a trainer and she's like, okay, until she graduates college. Right. Because <laughs> I was a trainer through college and then I graduated and I was like, okay, and now I'm going to go do this. And she's still, well, I'm 35, Zach. I'm 35. I don't even know if my mom's waiting anymore, but it's it's not going to happen for her. Well, good. I would be really uh, disappointed if you stopped going training now, especially with the revenue you're making. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. So let's talk, right? 27. Well, well I guess, what did you say? You've been in business 22 years. You've been a trainer for 22 years. So right. what's next for you? What's next for strength and physique? Uh, right now, um, my revenue is at about 15K a month consistently. The mm -hmm. goal is to go to 20K a month and stay consistent there. Right. I am looking for additional trainers, um, but I'm not in a rush. Uh, I've had trainers here in the past. Some have been really good and they left on very good grounds. They just had a better opportunity. Yeah. Going, going to medical school is something I would encourage. So, and I've had trainers that I had to get rid of because they were just, they were going to drag me down yep. and I couldn't have that in here either. So I'm taking my time. I'm looking for new trainers to expand the business, but I'm making a very good income every month doing what I love, helping people and changing people's lives. So I'm not in a rush to make dramatic changes business is just slowly slowly growing especially in the economy right now people are worried about inflation recession and all this i still have people coming in so people especially in times like recession um the inflation going up when i started really really started getting in this business in 2001 after 9 11 um the facility i worked at the owner said things are probably going to be slow and it, it wasn't. It was completely opposite. Because 9-11, people wanted to put more into themselves. They wanted to feel better. They wanted to look better. They want to move around. There's a lot of pressure going on. Very yeah. similar to what we just had with COVID. People were stuck in the house for a very long time. They were no longer working. So they were. everyone's working from home. They lost a lot of interaction. And I've had a large amount of people coming in that have had to deal with that and the stress of that and the weight gain and all types of other issues. So in-person training is definitely growing. I think people yeah. miss that connection with yep. people, you know, especially like working at home, you're no longer going to an office and just having that basic physical contact with people every day. So yeah. the person training, I've had a lot of people that they work at home and this is their outlet to get out of the house. I love that. And it's, it's so true. Again, for some people, maybe the ones with two kids or three kids, whether they're single parents or married, they have a full-time job. It's the one hour in 24 they take for themselves, right, Zach? And you have the privilege of giving that to them. Yes, yes Amazing. I do. Amazing, so I want, to, I want to finish with one piece of advice you would give, um, let's go with specifically a business owner who is on the, the brink, the thinking of opening an in-person facility post-COVID, post-inflation, uh, you know, inspire us. Make sure it's something you really want to do that you're willing to invest the time into it. Don't, don't go into thinking that it's going to be easy. Uh, in the beginning, it's not. 
Um, I would not recommend someone come in and try to have a schedule that I have right now. It took time for me to build up my clientele. It took me yeah. time to bring my schedule back down. Be willing to put in the work. Be willing to spend the time. But knowing what I know now, make sure that you have limitations. Make sure you know how to say no to people. Make sure you have boundaries and you make sure that people respect your boundaries. Do not let them cross those boundaries because not saying people are bad, but if someone feels like they can get away with something and they can overstep your bound because it's going to, they will. It's just human nature. And I get that. Don't take it personal, but people are going to want to take care of themselves first and foremost. And that's fine. Keeping that in mind, you're there to do a service and your service greatly impacts their life. Like you said, you know, that one hour they get for themselves, you have to make sure that you're making it very valuable. It's worth their time under promise and over deliver as much as you can. And you will always have business. Zachary, you're a brilliant man, sir. You're a pleasure to work with. You're a kind human. Thank you. And uh, I, I appreciate being your coach and your friend, sir. It's It's been an honor to see you grow. It's an honor to have you. All right. Have an amazing rest of your day. Guys, if you are listening or watching, please make sure you subscribe, like, share, and rate us. It'll bump us up on the algorithm, especially if you derive some value. Um, Make sure you follow Zach on Instagram. What is your uh, handle? Strength and Physique. At Strength and Physique. But remember, uh, Physique is spelled F-E-Z-E-K. Correct. Not traditional spelling. Strength and Fezzik. All right, guys, uh, we will talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Train Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Train Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Train Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money making, business building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.